Greetings, and welcome to today's episode of Speak the Universe Listens. Today's topic is Awaken to Your Inner Wonder. And we have a special guest with us today, Shauna Halley. Yes. And Shauna is actually a transformational speaker, and she's also an educator and an author. And she's got three books out currently, and I will let Shauna tell you the names of those books. Um, but I want to share a quick story with you that I just think is so fascinating. <laughs> so I, um, when I lived in Barbados, I met this beautiful woman who was from Guyana. And at that time, Guyana was going through uh, economic hardship, and so people from Guyana would have to go to other countries in order to work. And so she actually came to Barbados to work, and then she would send her money home to her children and, you know, to support her family. And so this woman, um, I met her in about 2006, and so we've been in communication ever since then. Um, she contacts me almost every day, and um, so that's that story. And then I meet this beautiful woman, and she mentions that she's from Guyana. And I just throw it out there, not really thinking it would mean anything, but I happen to say, <laughs> I have a friend in Guyana. And I told her her name, and she's just like, I know her. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just amazing, I think, how the world works and how small the world is and then the synchronicities and just to find out that we have so much in common in terms of our thinking and, and um, in terms of creating, how to create our lives. Yes. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for coming. And um, I wanted to actually start off because you were speaking about um, awakening your inner wonder. And so can you tell us a little bit about how you began to awaken your inner wonder? Um, as a teenager, I used to write a lot. And then, you know, I got married, have, had children. By the age of 25, I already had three, four children. Oh, I'm, this, I'm forgetting one of them. <laughs> He's not going to forgive me for that. <laughs> yeah, um, I had four children. And then, you know, life happened. I kind of strayed away from what I thought was um, my calling, which was my, I wanted to be a singer. And um, I was also writing, doing a lot of writing, which is lyrics, writing a lot of lyrics. I didn't know how to write music, mm -hmm. but my goal was to go to college and um, pursue a singing career okay. and musical instruments. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, time passed, and at some point, I came back. I got divorced. Life happened. You know, I kind of felt lost, confused. And um, didn't know what to do with myself at that point. Mm -hmm. And this is when I really started to think about what does it mean for me to, to live the life that I deserve? Because mm -hmm. at some point I didn't feel like I deserved, you know, because I was always chasing something, mm -hmm. but never what I call it, you know, um, masking, profiling, never truly arriving. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so chasing a dream that I see, just couldn't seem to catch up with. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I invested in a business a few years ago and lost everything. I invested all my finances, all my retirement that I had, and it was done for me. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Wow. <laughs> and then Spirit says, what? <laughs> and I was watching PBS, um, Dr. Wayne Dyer, 
and he started talking about the power within mm -hmm. possibility you know um with god all things are possible and it brought me back to what my grandmother used to say and you know she said i surrender all mm -hmm. all to jesus i surrender i surrender all and when i started to get to that point where i say i surrender because I've tried everything I know how mm -hmm. to do. So how about you just surrender to the will within you? Mm -hmm. And so I went to that place and my first book was birth. And it's called um, Prism of Poems, mm -hmm. Lost and Found, Not from Determination, but Devastation. I wasn't determined to find myself. I was devastated and I had no choice. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know what else to do. So I was like, okay, where, where do I go? So I started feeding on the spiritual news, found spirituality that I, instead of religion, I got to spiritual mm -hmm. thinking, spiritual feeding. And I started devouring all the spiritual material I can find along that line mm -hmm. that wasn't confining to me, mm -hmm. that co caused me to be feel more free and mm -hmm. alive and happy. Mm -hmm. And that's where my journey going within, because I was looking outside of myself for a lot of things. And the truth is, it's unfair to look to somebody else mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to fulfill what only we can do. Exactly. And that's where raw, rise, awaken to your inner wonder, especially I speak to women because I, I have gone that road mm -hmm. and I know what it feels like to not know, to, to be settling for less than you deserve mm -hmm. or just to be going through the motion, waking up every day for what? Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where um, this, the inner search and mm -hmm. the inner um, love for myself mm -hmm. and humanity in general came from. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful story. Um, so when you started thinking, I think I'm worthy, like, like what, what shifted you from I feel unworthy to maybe I am worthy? I will have to say I'm a hard worker. Um, and even when I had four children in the house and was married and was doing wifely duty and motherly duty, I always had something bigger for myself mm -hmm. because even when I had the, the four children at 25, I felt like I couldn't go to college. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, okay, but I still, I had already set the goal. I am going to complete college mm -hmm. by 35. <laughs> <laughs> so I went ahead and I set the goals and I accomplished that and, and a whole lot more. So for me, it just meant that I needed to realize that I bring more to the table. I bring a lot to the table, and not just in material sense, but to me, the, the, the value within is so much more, and I had to value myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that time where I didn't have anything brought me to the place where I realized there was more value within me than things that I can disappear in a minute. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's where that truly came from. Yeah, and that's interesting. I think I read something that you said, and I'm, I'm not going to probably be the place where exactly I saw it. But I think you were saying exactly that about realizing that the value within you has nothing to do with the things outside of you. And I think I've shared this with the um, listeners before in the past, but I remember going through that process when I was actually um, a student at Ohio State. And I had seen a show on Oprah where there was a young lady who had been dragged by a truck um, simply because she was a black female. Mm -hmm. And so she was tied to a truck and she was dragged and her face was dragged off. And so 
when she as she sat on Oprah with no face, she actually was the most beautiful thing I had ever seen in my life. Right. <laughs> yeah, just her spirit, and she didn't have any malice, and it was like she was whole and complete. And I remember just looking at her, thinking, "How in the world can you be okay? How how is it possible that you are sitting there okay mm-hmm. with no face and with?" Haven't experienced that kind of hate, and you're okay. And so that woman, she was young. She may have been like 20 years old. That woman set me on a journey of trying to figure out, like, how is that possible? And that's when I started questioning myself: um, Would I be okay if I wasn't smart? Would I be okay if I wasn't kind? Would I be okay if I wasn't cute? And so I kept asking myself those questions over and over, and I kept saying, no, <laughs> I would not. Right. <laughs> and so I, like, really forced myself. I forced myself, like, why not? Why not? Why not? And then getting to the bottom of that and stripping away. And when I finally got to the point where I was like, I would be okay if I wasn't smart. I would be okay if I wasn't cute. But it was hard for me to say I would be okay if I wasn't kind. And I finally made it through that hurdle because I finally realized that I am so much more than whatever I'm presenting to the outer world. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more than that. I'm much bigger than that. And um, I think that whole experience, I remember that day when I made that breakthrough, calling my mom. And again, I was in Ohio and my mom was in Virginia. So I'm calling her and I'm like, Mom. I'm finally okay. If I were to die today, I'm dying happy. And she's like, no, she's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm like, no, I'm calling to tell you that for the first time in my life, I'm actually happy. And, and so, yeah, that was very, a very, um, I guess, profound breakthrough for me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, just to add to that, even when, you know, um, I remember my, <clears throat> I did a show um, on Comcast a couple years ago, and we were talking about, you know, the relationship with ourselves, and I said, you know, people were kind of shocked. I said, you know, I'm so okay with myself that there were a time I have corns on my feet, <laughs> and there were times when I wouldn't wear shoes that would show it, but then my grandmother would say, some people complain that they don't have shoes. Some people don't have foot, right. a, a foot feet right. to put in shoes. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like getting to the point where wherever you are, whatever you have, it's yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and just embrace it. And I think as soon as we stop uh, worrying about other people mm-hmm. and what you know they have to say about us, not really knowing us truly, mm-hmm. then all of that starts to fall away mm-hmm. and we become more accustomed with our new self, mm-hmm. and then we walk differently, mm-hmm. we talk differently, mm-hmm. we, our expectations are different, because now I see the good in you, I see the God in you, mm-hmm. and it's all well, yes. it's all good. <laughs> yes. So, um, if you don't mind, I have a couple of poems that I wrote specifically for women, and it's just getting them to the point, because I hear a lot of conversation, most of my classes are with young women, but of course, you know, I interact with um, mature women as well, and one of the things I'm encouraging women to rise Mm -hmm. and it says you know rise woman you are liberator and curator of souls you are the gateway to from heaven um I have to take my glasses off 
Um, life you have nurtured and secured. Rise woman, tell your story as you want it to be retold. Rise woman, it's your time to shine. Rise woman, show your sons and daughters how to be dignified. Rise woman, and live your dream. Rise woman, I want you to step up to the plate because a lot of times I will hear women just say, you know, I'm not complete. Mm -hmm. And then we're looking for someone else to complete us. And again, I'm complete. Mm -hmm. I'm whole. <laughs> I'm good. Somebody that comes to me, you know, they're adding to what I have. Right. And they don't have to pour into me in a way that completes me mm -hmm. because we're complete. Mm -hmm. exactly. And it says, you know, yes, I hear you say you want more. So why do I see you commit to less? We have the conversation you want to be free. Yes, you take actions that pay only meager fees. Do the math. You deserve more than that. Yes, add, subtract, divide, multiply your thoughts and actions. Maybe you think it's your destiny to be caught up in self-inflicted misery. A destiny you choose, never divinely appointed or approved. Refuse to digress. You're becoming more and never less. So why do I see you choose to accept pennies when an abundant storehouse is available, an open treasury? It is time to release her completely, fully. The kingdom of God is within you. No need to look outside to be appointed or approved. Let love be your hanker. Let love be your sword. Let love be your um, current and dominant undertone. And when we choose love, and, and I have studied with going, doing the work mm -hmm. and go on this journey, when love is our anchor, then everything else just seems to fall in place. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's a practice, you know, we weren't, we weren't trained to accept love because even sometimes I will tell people, I love you. And it's love almost like, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know me. <laughs> but, you know, love doesn't require that I know you. Mm -hmm. Love requires that I just accept you as you are. Mm -hmm and you are part of me. When I see you, I see me. Mm -hmm. And if I love me, then I can love you freely. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, that's beautiful. Both poems are very beautiful. Um, the first poem, I wish I, can I yeah. glance at it? Because it's one of the sentences that you said I wanted to comment on. Oh my goodness. Now, of course, I can't, I don't know why I can't remember it. And of course, I can't find it. <laughs> but yes, they both were extremely beautiful and um, deep poems. And one, then the second poem, you were like, uh, why would you accept pennies when abundance awaits you? And in the first poem, you say something to the effect of, um, tell, the st tell your story the way you want it to be retold. Mm -hmm. So um, talk a little bit about that sentence in particular. Tell your story the way you want it to be retold? Well, um, as, I'm, I, as I'm studying and I'm learning um, from my different teachers and mentors, I understand now consciousness and how it works. And that whatever I give attention to, where attention goes, energy flows. So if I'm giving attention to what I don't to lack, and if I'm giving attention to what I don't have, and to, oh, poor me, you know, that type of mentality, then I create it because I'm giving it attention, I'm giving it focus, I'm, I'm putting energy to it. And I always say, you know, that's like a fire. If you continue to add to it, it continues to stay um, ablaze. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you pull that, you stop giving it wood, <laughs> <laughs> then it, it just kind of 
um, dissipates mm -hmm. and, and fizzle out and eventually it goes out. Right. So the same thing with telling your story as you want it to be retold is creating that future memory versus holding on to the past memory. Exactly. And that's what my mentor Mary Morrissey taught mm -hmm. also <laughs> because I didn't realize how much of a um, uh, connection, um, a hold that um, the past memory had on me, especially when it comes to abundance. Mm -hmm. All those things we were told money don't grow on tree mm -hmm. and all those little <laughs> things that, you know, we, until she started, I started working with the coaches there mm -hmm. and then I realized I had to, it, it had a really bad hold on me. It took me like two years mm -hmm. to really start to see the difference, but I had to do the work. Mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> yes. And so, um, speaking of doing the work, talk to me a little bit about, I guess, your process of working to be able to awaken the wonder in yourself. Um, the first place I go to is not, I, I have a daily practice, and I call it the five P's. <laughs> so prepare, and I prepare through meditation and prayer. I study. Um, and I prepare um, to be positive. I try to create that positive energy for myself first, mm -hmm. early in the morning. And what I've learned, you know, because I grew up as a, um, a Christian, what I learned is that, you know, when you pray, prayer is talking to God, meditation is listening. So when I pray to the universe, <laughs> <laughs> when I pray to the universe, I have to be silent so I can receive what is mine to do mm -hmm. that day. Mm -hmm. um, and meditation is so important. Mm -hmm. And when I started meditating for the first time, I couldn't do it. I was doing the guided meditation, mm -hmm. but now I'm to the point, and I was doing like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> then I move on to 15 minutes, and up, now I'm up to an hour. Nice. So, and now it's not guided. Mm -hmm. It's more just I have the music to kind of keep my concentration, mm -hmm. and then I go from there. So prepare, preparation in the morning, mm -hmm. prepare for your day. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> be positive so you can attract those other positive energies mm -hmm. to you um, to be proactive. So proactive is making, you know, it's taking action. Not just saying something, but being about it. Mm -hmm. So be proactive and then practice. Because um, repetition leads to recall. So when I practice, it's almost like recreating that inner space mm -hmm. where that new personality takes up, take the habit so I don't have to really think about it anymore. I'm just acting on right. what has been instilled in me. This new wiring. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this new uh, internal, um, you know, computer system. Mm -hmm. So uh, the practice part of it. And just remember to be easy on myself because it's a process. Mm -hmm. And when I think of a process, I go back to, to a plant. You plant a seed. Mm -hmm. There's germination. There's time when nothing's going to happen. And then where, where it appears... <laughs> that nothing is happening. Mm -hmm. But then you have to remember, as long as I'm doing the work, I'm being proactive and I'm act taking action and practicing, eventually I start to see. And you have to notice the little things. Sometimes we want something to be big first. Mm -hmm. But we have to take notice and really appre appreciate the small manifestations that are showing us it's working. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I like that. Because um, I remember um, we actually... One of the businesses we started, we selected the bamboo as, I guess, what do you call it? The rhizome, because it, the Japanese bamboo? Yeah, so, but anyway, the bamboo is like our um, emblem. Okay. Uh, what is it called? Like a... 
somebody in the studio knows. <laughs> I don't know why I'm, my mind isn't working. You mean a little plant that they, or just a No, I mean, um, so it's not a mascot. It's the. <laughs> <laughs> We're always wearing black right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not able. I don't know why. I'm not blinking out. <laughs> but anyway, the bamboo is the image that we chose as our thing okay <laughs> our thing that goes on top of the stationary what is that called <laughs> the logo oh. there we go <laughs> See, all you there we go at, through. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like um what is that pictionary or something i'm <laughs> having to act it out but anyway um so the bamboo is our logo for one of the businesses we had. And I don't even, oh, the reason why we chose it is because bamboo grew on the outside of the building. And so in like researching, like, well, what is bamboo? And then I found out the story behind bamboo and that you can actually, once it's planted, I can't remember how many years, but it might be like seven years before the first sprout comes up. But what it's doing is developing that root system, and it's a strong root system, and it, it spreads. And then once the bamboo shoots up, it shoots up like three feet in one day or some ridiculous number. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I know like a lot of times people will say, well, I'm doing the work, but I'm not seeing anything. And so I think that's a, what you say is a good point about that. Um, yeah, just to continue to do the work and you'll see the fruits of your reward. You'll yes. get the rewards, yeah. <laughs> yes. So um, thank you so much. Is there anything you want to wrap up with? Um, no, I think you. Um, the bamboo is a good mm -hmm. wrap-up uh, <laughs> place to wrap up, just remembering that, um, you know, if you're doing the work, something is happening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And some, I think sometimes we see, we, we see small things occurring, manif small manifestations, but we, we don't we don't take heed to it. Mm -hmm. We think it's now. Yeah. Because uh -uh. we're so used to not believing things are supposed to happen for us. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, rem I um, remember someone using the analogy of if you're heading to, let's say, Arizona, and let's say that's 3,000 miles away, you get your GPS, you start heading towards Arizona, you don't turn around and go back. You just keep going. Like, even though there's nothing that says Arizona mm -hmm. on your way, but you just keep going. But we always will start and then we're like, we don't see anything. Mm -hmm. And then we'll turn back. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for You're joining welcome. us. And will you, you join us again next week? Yes, I sure will. All Thank right. you. Thank you. Because I, I know we have a lot to talk about. Yes. Um, do you want to share the names of your books with the audience as well as how people can reach you? Yes. So my first book is called Prism of Poems, Lost and Found, Not from Determination, but Devastation. The second, second one is called The Will to Transform, Honoring the Goddess Within. And then the third is called This Body Houses a Goddess. Ooh. And um, these are all on Amazon. Uh, you can reach out to me or connect with me on www.prism, you know, like the light thingy, Prism of Transformation dot com p-r-i-s-m-o-f-t-r-a-n-s-f-o-r-m-a-t-i-o-n dot com 
thank you so much thank and please you. check out her work um, and thank you for joining us and also check out my website at ourvetmclean.com and until next time <laughs>